Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This one's going to be for the 2021 Army of the Dead Zack Snyder directed uh, zombie film. I'm Yost Matthew and I'm here to review this film today. Uh, I am going to be starting off with the spoiler free section. Uh, then we'll do some housekeeping and whatnot, and then I will give you a warning before we go into the spoiler section. Uh, so let's go to a rating system, first of all, which is must-see, don't skip, possible, skip and skip. As you've seen from the title, I'm going to give this a don't skip. Um, I have a few bits of criteria that I think would have made this a must-see film, uh, but ultimately I really, really enjoyed my time with this film. I thought it was slow in certain places which I'll talk about. Um, I really liked Zack's ideas here with the zombies themselves and the sort of, I suppose you could say, different types of zombies. Um, I enjoyed seeing um, some of the things that I mentioned in the uh, podcast I did before, which is why I love zombie uh, post-apocalyptic stories. So things like survival, trust, supplies, uh, those sorts of like different elements in the film I thought played out really well here and I was quite happy with how those things were shown and how certain characters were going to try to get out of certain scenes. Um, certainly some trust issues here and there between different characters and uh, ultimately yeah just, just seeing how that all kind of played out on screen I thought was uh, really really good. Um so okay yeah I gave this a don't skip and not a must see uh, this film is two and a half hours long um, there is about eight minutes of credit so I guess you can say 220 but um, you know about about two hours 20 minutes uh, I think if this film had been edited down slightly and the pacing was better and it got to the point a bit quicker I would have given this a must see um, so, so the overall content here and the good stuff that you've got in here in here I really really did like but I just felt the with the slow moments and the sort of slow burn and the slow build up and the sort of in certain parts especially the start maybe waiting for something to happen because you sort of get in this film like you you start off with a big sort of set piece then you sort of like slow things down then you do another little set piece then slow things down again then another set piece set piece then slow things down and then the film just has like a big sort of finish and everything. So I I did like the structure of the film overall. I thought it was pretty good. I just thought the storytelling and the pacing could have been tighter. Because I do often say things like pacing and structure can kind of help each other. Um, but I think the pacing hurts the... Um, no, they, 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 those things didn't really help each other in this situation because the structure was good uh, but ultimately the structure couldn't quite help the pacing because the film was so long I don't think it was even an issue of not being able to fill out the time put into this film because there's enough content in here it just didn't need to be as long as what it was um, so it, it it was good. It was good for what it did, but it was just ultimately, yeah, just just a little bit too long, I thought in certain places. But when I kind of look back on the film now and thinking about it now, um, you know, the build up to certain things in this film, the 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 payoff to those slow parts as well, I would say, is really worth sticking around for. Um, because even when even when I was watching the slower moments in this film, I was thinking like, okay, I kind of see what point you want to get to, so. Can you please like get to that point? And then once they actually hit that point and sort of hit you with 
the next beat or the next set piece, the payoff was worth it. So this isn't one of the worst examples I've seen in terms of pacing because you there's a certain level to pacing as well, which is where something's really, really slow, but the build-up isn't quite like as impactful as it should be, then it's kind of not worth it. But when the impact is as good as what it is here, it is kind of worth it. So even though I do have problems with how this film's paced, um, the build-up, which is, which is what that slow pacing is for did work out I would just think it would have packed an even more bigger punch if the film had been shorter if it had just been just been paced better so um because yeah I didn't know how long this film was going to be I checked Netflix this morning um no yesterday yeah I checked it yesterday on uh, Friday when it got released and I thought oh okay two two and a half hours a bit bit long um so yeah because I, I I'm always gonna be a fan until I've proved wrong until I'm proved wrong of you know shorter um time lengths for like TV and film get games is a bit different because games you obviously play through certain sections and how you get through those sections is up to you but in terms of TV and film where you're just playing whatever it is and watching it um, I'm always a fan of you know make the thing as short as possible but not too short make it so that the characters have got time to you know breathe and the characters and the story has got time to breathe but don't spend too long doing those things um so yeah speaking of like how did I like this in terms of zombie things because I'm a big fan of zombie stuff and I've tried to explore more in the genre and here I am kind of doing it again I really really did like uh, so getting back to um what I said about the ideas one thing I really really like is the different ideas here because there's a lot of different ideas I can see in this film where Zach has taken inspiration from other things and I thought the balance of it was really good I thought the rules of the universe were made pretty clear like they were a little bit mysterious to begin with and I kind of liked that because I thought okay at some point one of these characters is gonna like give a speech or have a conversation and you did get I think I think there was two different scenes with different conversations about um not just like okay the rule which is which usually in in most zombie things is okay damage the brain to ultimately get rid of it you know you can shoot it in the chest or whatever as much as you want um or the whatever but ultimately destroying the brain is what gets rid of them so they do establish that early on enough i thought that was um that was good and then they kind of talk about i I can't really talk about the specifics of the ideas because i don't want to like spoil what they are uh, but the ideas of the different types of zombies you've got and how they kind of operate, especially in terms of what happens if a different one bites you. That's all I'm going to say on that without spoiling things. But yeah, what happens if, because there's different types of them, what happens if one bites you as opposed to the other? Like, do you get a different effect? And they kind of established that early on, which I thought was good. Uh, or uh, early on enough to where, you know, after things started happening you were aware of what the rules were so i thought that was pretty good but um you've also got things i don't think it's a spoiler to say there's a, like a tiger zombie in this it was it's been used all over the place in the promotional material um i thought that was really really cool it's got like holes in it and all this kind of it's sort of like it's sort of almost like if you took the design of something like two-face from uh, you know batman dc um and made that design a zombie tiger 
but also not sort of like one side completely this, one side completely that. Like when you usually see um, Two-Face in DC Comics, it's usually like one side of him is completely different, one side of him isn't. Or like one, one, you know, different sides like half and half. With this design with the zombie tiger, it's sort of like covered differently all over and I thought that was really good but uh, there's a couple of scenes that that zombie tiger's in which I think are really really cool and I, I'll admit I don't usually like the idea of sort of I mean it depends how it's used I'm not usually a fan of sort of I don't know like animals becoming infected um, like maybe if it's like a rabid zombie dog or something that's kind of cool but I don't know, I guess they can cause, like, different destruction, can't they? Because imagine, imagine if you had, like, a zombie, like, elephant or something. Um, you know, that would be that would be pretty dangerous. So, uh, I mean, it, it can sometimes be a good idea, but it's not often something that I sort of, like, oh, where's the sort of zombie animal in this? I usually look out for just the, the different types and kind of go from there. So, but no, I thought that was a really good idea. And I remember, I remember the first time I saw it, in it was either a trailer or a poster whenever it was first revealed the zombie tiger and i thought oh okay that's yeah that's that's fine whatever we'll see how it plays out but once you see it on the screen and once you see it you know in the actual film and see that some of the things that it does um yeah really good really like that and i i didn't expect to either and i know that's kind of a small thing but um it's really been kind of that they've been netflix has almost been using that to promote this film and the more I saw it, the more I was kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm not sure about how that's going to work out. Because I can be, I'll admit this, and I don't think this is a me problem. I think it's just how my taste goes. When you show me a zombie piece of media and you show me something like, oh, the, the, and when, when you show me something that's like, okay, this is a bit of a different type of infected thing. I, I can be a little bit picky as to as to what type of thing whether it's a human or a zombie or, or, or uh, sorry hu- human or animal or some some other kind of infected i'm usually kind of picky as to what i like to see on screen for example when you get into some of the things that you see in like resident evil that's where i start to like switch my interest a bit to where like okay i don't want to see like some of those kinds of ideas but yeah in terms of some because that wasn't just the only ideas like the zombie tiger there's other ones in this as well and uh again i won't spoil what they are um but they were i thought at, at at first when some of the ideas started to get revealed i was like oh okay where are we kind of going with with this i don't quite like it but then again once those ideas sort of played out i quite liked them the more again i'm just i'm just picky when it comes to that kind of stuff so uh yeah maybe it's maybe it's just a me thing but hey look all, all the ideas that zach put into this in, ter- in terms of those sorts of different types of infected i liked all of them in the end so hey it all worked out in the end at least in this case so that's good um yeah it's uh on netflix as well obviously as i said so you can go and watch it i think it's in certain cinemas and i did look at my local cinemas and they didn't seem to have it so i thought hey i'll just i'll just watch it on netflix so i mean i'm paying for netflix anyway so i might as well might as well use it um what else do i want to say spoiler free uh this film's got a lot of stakes in it as well more than i kind of expected but again i liked that um i just i just, just i just overall thought the pacing hurt this film a little bit i like a lot of the ideas in fact i like almost all the ideas in this film i liked a lot of the characters i like the stakes that those characters are put into i like the survival situations those characters are put into i like the action in this film 
And I liked... I kind of liked the ending. I kind of did. But see, as this film was wrapping up... And I'm not going to obviously spoil the ending. As this film was wrapping up and you're seeing, you know, what's happening... I was thinking, okay, we know this isn't probably a one-off because Zack himself has already said he's got ideas to make sequels and prequels. So I kind of thought, okay, if you can... Because I think this world can be really, really expanded with sequels and prequels. And I'm I'm all in on that. I think that's a great idea, especially for this, this type of world. Because um, if you're going to put this many ideas in the first film... I'd love to see what else Zack has kind of got in mind for. Not just like different types of infected. But just different types of ideas as well. Um, I think is going to be is going to be quite good. So yeah. I mean I just listed a bunch of stuff that I liked. So I really like this film. I just think it could have been a little bit shorter. That, that's, my, that's my only real kind of major problem really. Um, I like the... I mean the story is a little bit basic. You know you don't really need to think too much about the story. You you could as well, I suppose, classify this as not the whole thing, but a good chunk of this film is kind of like a fun popcorn flick. And that's not a bad thing. You know, some films which are literally built for that um, have been very successful at that. Fast and Furious, Transformers, to just, just to name a couple. This is much better than those two franchises, I'd just like to point out. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I liked a lot of things here. Just think the pacing hurt things a little bit. I liked Zach. I I liked Zach's ideas. I suppose I really like him as a director because I liked what he did with DC until you know we knew that we weren't getting Justice League two. I liked uh, this what we did what he did here, and I liked a few of his other films as well. So um, yeah, and what one of just like Zack Snyder specific? There's a few. I, I know some of the smaller complaints from Snyder Cut was oh there's way too much slow-mo I tell you what after seeing that now there's not as much slow-mo in this as there is in in Snyder Cut I really like Zack Snyder's slow-mo I really liked it in the Snyder Cut and I really like it here as well now there's there's only kind of a few scenes that actually do that at least from what I can think of anyway a few of the action scenes that are kind of slow-mo I really really like it I I I don't know. It it sort of gets you when things are as chaotic as chaotic as what they are here, and there's twenty thirty zombies all over the place, and there's five or six different characters shooting at them and doing whatever. It kind of helps a little bit, I think, actually, to sort of go into slow mo. It doesn't hurt the film at all. There's no reason why it should like hurt the film. Um, but sometimes with certain zombie things, especially for TV and for film, not really with video games, when you throw like I don't know, 50, 60 zombies on the screen and they're all running at the characters and you've got maybe 5 to 10 characters or something and everybody's shooting and blasting off and throwing grenades and like whacking zombies and whatever else it can get a little bit chaotic I think at certain points um, so I, I think the slow-mo here actually really helped it and I uh, I liked it, so yeah I like his, like his slow-mo stuff um, so yeah really good uh, anyway that's really what i've got to say spoiler free wise on um i almost said justice league on uh, Zack snyder's army of the dead i like him as a director i like this film i like his slow-mo i like the action it was a good time yeah it was a really good time uh so i'd recommend that you go and watch it i'd recommend that you well don't skip it uh, it's on netflix if you're subscribed you can just go on there and press play or if you're lucky enough to see this on the big screen 
you could probably take that opportunity as well. It's up, it's up to you how you want to go and watch it, of course. So, because uh, there's COVID and all that sort of stuff. But it's up to you what you'd like to do. And uh, it's available on both anyway. So you've got both options. So, um, that's all of that. So let's do some housekeeping. And then I'll get into the spoiler section. I'll give you one more warning before I do that though. But let's get into some housekeeping. See you for that in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, what have we got for you? I've done two podcasts already today. Uh, those are uh, analyzing television episode 10 and 11 uh, episode 11 is talking about netflix's quantity over quality problem uh, something which i've noticed that they've kind of fallen into this year and also in the past but sort of gotten worse this year i think there's a lot of different reasons as to why um they're not quite getting as many of their sort of critically acclaimed shows out uh, that's soon going to change but it's not happening kind of at the moment in in my opinion at least i think netflix has had a bit of a slow start to the year i think there's a lot of different reasons and i'll talk about those reasons on that podcast uh switching gears uh, analyzing television episode 10 talking about the brilliant apple tv plus um i've liked almost everything apart from one thing that i've seen on apple tv plus i think the subscription service is great and i talked about that and what what i think apple's doing right at least at the moment it could change in the future anything could kind of change in the future i guess uh but talking about apple tv plus why i think it's brilliant what i think they're doing right and we'll see if they can keep it up so i talked about that uh also did a podcast talking about the excellent return of 90s video games we've seen lots of remasters and remakes of lots of 90s games uh i specifically did target the playstation 1 era of games such as crash bandicoot spyro the abe games tony hawk final fantasy and there's plenty others 
as as well. Uh, in terms of the zombie ones, there's been um, Resident Evil two and three that have been remastered or remade as well. Uh, so I talked about that, how that's good for a lot of different reasons, why I like that, because I grew up with that era of games, and just overall celebrating the return of 90s video games, which I think is great. Speaking of the return of 90s video games, I also did um, my review for Oddworld Soulstorm, which is the remake of Oddworld Abe's Exodus. It's sort of like taking Oddworld, A- Oddworld Abe's Exodus, remastering that, and then putting a bunch of new stuff on the top as well. I really, really liked it a lot, gave it a must-play rating, and it's also another excellent 90s return. Uh, did Breaking Bad podcast this week uh, for season two, episode six. We'll be back with episode seven on Wednesday. Uh, May night, I drew one one with Fulham. Uh, gaming talk this week. We also talked about um, Oddworld Soulstorm's future. Lauren Lanning did an interview with a website, and I talk, I uh, read out what was some of the things that were said in that interview, such as an animated TV show that they're thinking of doing. And they're also considering what to do for their next game. We talked about Ubisoft. And they're kind of changing what they're doing with the video games. And talked a bunch about PlayStation 5 as well. Fear the Walking Dead this week still continuing. Speaking of other zombie things. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead Season 6 Episode 13 is the newest one. I uh, did the newest podcast for Batwoman. Some uh, I think it was last week. Uh, for Season 2 Episode 5. So I talked about that. Uh, Main I had also lost 4-2 to Liverpool. And then there was some other results as well. Uh, there is the final game of the Premier League season. Tomorrow, 4 o'clock, Man United face against Wolves. And then, of course, there's the Man United in the Europa League final, a cup final, a chance to win something on Wednesday, 8 o'clock, against Villarreal. So, two more United cast episodes for this season. Actually, there's going to be three because I'll do a wrap-up podcast. But uh, that is that for the United cast at the moment and for everything else that we're doing on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, that's it for the uh, spoiler-free section in the housekeeping. If you've not seen Army of the Dead, which I'd recommend that you go and do, it's on Netflix and possibly at local cinemas to you. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to get into spoilers. If you've not seen it, go into your podcast player, press pause or close the app or whatever you need to do. If you're listening on the website, press pause on there or press back or click on the home button or just uh, just switch it off or mute it or whatever. Whatever you need to do to avoid listening to what I have to say next. But if you've seen... Army of the Dead from Zack Snyder 2021 horror zombie film you can stick around and hear what I've got to say about all the craziness um so yeah spoilers um so they all died apart from Kate um because we even know that with what's the guy's name I've got the cast list up here um Van Drone Van V-A-N-D-E-R-O-H-E Van Van der Rohe, Van, Van der Rohe, that's what I'm going to call him, uh, with Van der Rohe and him getting on the plane right at the end, and uh, just an, an annoying, clean zombie bite, you know, he's not been ripped apart, he's not had, like, his arm ripped off, or, like, his jaw pulled off, or whatever, like we saw at the start of the film, that must be one of the most, that must just really be really annoying for him. <laughs> I mean, you know, he knows that he's going to die. He's on this private jet thing. Don't know how much money he put down for that, but it was quite a lot. And, because uh, you can kind of tell, you know, when he, when he has the champagne with the uh, flight attendant women. And he's kind of, like, not quite right, is he? And you think, like, oh, has he gotten bitten somewhere? I, now, I'm trying to work out where, when that would have happened. Because uh, he was in the vault, wasn't he? The, the bank vault. Because um, what's his name? Um... Had to close the uh, 
the gate on him. Um, Ludwig, he was the, the hacker person, wasn't he? Closed the thing on him and he obviously got killed off screen. Uh, but I'm wondering when he would have gotten that. Uh, maybe it was in that little fight that they had. Maybe at some point much earlier. Um, I don't know. don't know when that would have happened. Because we see him like bust open the gate thing or whatever it is. And... Uh, yeah. And then he kind of just walks like through this desert thing or whatever it is. And then, you know, film kind of goes on from there. So, I don't know. I don't know when he would have gotten that. Maybe it was a little bit of time ago. Um... So, so it's it's a shame, but uh, so basically, the only the only character that we know that survived is um, Dave Bautista's character's daughter. So Scott, who was played by Dave Bautista, who I thought was great in this film, by the way, um, Kate. They're in the helicopter at the end with the big infected Alpha, whatever, and Scott's in there, and Mar- Marianne is in there as well. She's the pilot. Uh, I think that's Jackie from Star Trek Discovery. I'm pretty sure that that's her. Um, yeah, it kind of made sense a little bit. I mean, it is kind of the what I like to see a little bit. The passing of the torch. A bit of an unintentional passing of the torch. Because Scott didn't plan to die on that helicopter. Really, there, there was I tell you what, there was some really unlucky and quite annoying deaths. But they're kind of supposed to be annoying and unlucky. Um... I mean, even with, uh, what was her name? Was it um, Gita? When her, her I think she's the, the wife character, isn't she? Of uh, of Scott. Um, like, they call that elevator. The zombies come out of it. And they kind of just grab her head. And then just twist her head right round. And then I think her, like, shoulder bone. Uh, co- shoulder bone. Collarbone kind of just popped out. It There was, I tell you what. I didn't think I was really going to get too attached to these characters. Because I kind of I did go in thinking this was going to be like a popcorn flick. Um, okay, these characters don't mean a lot. They'll start dying off. And then I'll sort of just, I don't know, you'll just see some fun zombie action. But I think it was maybe the way... I mean, I think the characters did grow somewhat throughout this film. And I started to care about them a bit more. Because when I started first seeing them, I was like, oh, okay, they're, they're kind of alright. You know, obviously, Scott's supposed to be the one that sticks out. Dave Batista, um, and everything. Uh, but I think it was also the way they the way that they died kind of affected me. Because um, some, some of them are just really, like, like that death I just mentioned with Gita. Um, was it her or was it... Um, was it Maria, was it? I think it was Maria. I can't remember which one it was. But yeah, she, um, yeah, when she got her, like, head twisted around. Because you know straight away, like, okay, dead. And it was really unlucky for Scott, because he sort of sees the zombies coming out. He pulls his gun out, but because where he's standing is lined up directly with the back of her head and the zombie's head, he can't shoot that, because then if he shoots that, he shoots his wife in the head. Um... And there was no time for like a duck or move. It was just like that. Um, My main criticism of that scene. Not criticism. Criticism of the character's choice of that scene. Is you should have been a little bit more alert. That something could have come out of that elevator. Which it did. Uh, Like maybe if you just stood back a little bit. And like pointed a gun at it. Or I I, I don't know. Something like that. But they kind of dropped their guard for, for a second. And. It uh, they they paid the price for it. So I did like the following scene after that, where Dave is uh, well, Scott 
is um just doing i'm i'm pretty sure now i haven't seen wrestling for a long long time a long long time probably for about 10 years or or, or something like that there was probably some wrestling moves in there that he did and um i thought that was that was pretty cool like when he's doing some of his more uh, melee combat and he's sort of like grabbing a couple of these zombies and sort of lifting them up and slamming them I was kind of thinking, okay, there's probably some wrestling ideas that are put in there. Now, I, I've, I've still got kind of an appreciation for wrestling. I'll probably never watch it again, though. Uh, but, yeah, I've seen, you know, with him and with uh, John Cena, they've kind of uh, dipped into, into acting and stuff. Because uh, John Cena's obviously a peacemaker now for Suicide Squad. And he was also uh, in uh, Bumblebee as well, which I which I thought was all right. Um but yeah, I'm pretty sure there was some grappling wrestling moves in there and some wrestling sort of punches, and I thought that was cool. So, yeah, that was another unlucky death. Uh, and then, yeah, Ludwig, the, um, uh, what was he, the hacker, sort of the... I, I liked, I'll tell you one scene I really liked with him quite a lot, with Ludwig, was he's like, okay, look, if I mess this code up, this, um, let's call it a vault, whatever, vault door, will be locked forever so he's like i need your whole team to just be really quiet because no one no one wants me screwing this up we're all here for this one thing so you know shut up <laughs> so i thought that was that was that was quite a well delivered um scene from him which i thought was quite good and then he obviously goes ahead and does it and opens the thing and then they see all the money in there which i thought was quite cool um so that was good. Uh, Marianne. Uh, Marianne's not in this as much. She's mainly like next to the helicopter waiting. Uh, I still thought she was a good character. Her death was kind of unlucky as well. You know the one uh, zombie kind of gets on the helicopter. And sort of messes everything else up. So not got too much to say about her. But she kind of just had a typical kind of pilot death. I suppose. So there was that. Uh, Lily who I think is the other one. Um... She was left on the wall, if I remember, with rebar stuck in her. Now, given that the city got exploded, I don't imagine she survived that. And there was also the, um, I think it was the Alpha zombie, um, who, like, threatened to bite her neck. But we didn't see that happen, but I'm guessing that she died from... Either from that zombie killing her off screen or from the actual, uh, you know, detonation of the of the city. So, I'm imagining that that happened. Again, you've got another situation there where, just like with the um, wife from earlier, with uh, Scott's wife from earlier, with the elevator scene. Uh, this character, she was called Lily, by the way, the the one I'm I'm talking about. Um, she takes her eye off the zombie for like a split second and it just throws this rebar at her and she's just stuck against the wall because she's kind of taunting the zombie with uh, like the other alpha's head or whatever it was so that was that was another kind of unlucky one but again you i i said i kind of probably said this in the um zombies podcast that i did the survival ideas you know you can't you can't drop your guard in this world especially in some of these particular situations so as tragic and unlucky as some of those deaths were at least two of them could have probably been avoided just through a bit more concentration now i get it you know we're all humans we drop our guards at certain points and that sort of thing and characters do it in this world as we've seen but you can't you can't afford to do that in this world and uh they uh, got punished for it so there's that there's that indeed uh then you had um 
Oh god, Martin, played by uh, Garrett Dillahunt, who is um, John Dory from Fear the Walking Dead, uh, who I recognise. I kind of recognised, I recognised his voice, and then I, and, and I think the first scene that you see him in, he's got sunglasses on, or some sort of glasses, and I thought, oh, is that him? I can I can kind of hear his voice and see him a bit, and then you, you realise it's him. Uh, caused a number of deaths, didn't he? He caused, um, which character was it? Is it Chambers? The one that was in the, um, went through all the restaurant and stuff and obviously accidentally led that zombie to sliding the dish or whatever it was off the side. And then he puts the, um, was like a chair or a pole or something, like in the door and then she has to jump through the other way and then gets sort of, uh, eaten alive. Um, so that was, uh, and then he tries to screw over Lily later on, uh, by closing the gate. Um... Him who he he was who was part of one of the best or the best zombie tiger scene because I I got a little bit annoyed with the zombie tiger at certain points because you kind of just saw it jumping onto cars and and roaring and that was sort of it. Uh, but this thing just absolutely mauls him to death and uh, he he deserved it. He definitely deserved it. So because he's one of them characters. Now I know it's a bit of a cliched character, but it still kind of worked to where. Um, he's all out for himself. He will literally lock people behind other gates and doors, which he does twice, and then he gets screwed over. Because there was that machine that I think um, Ludwig used on that gate, on the vault door, and that got swapped out with the zombie head. Because he's like, oh, he wasn't sure if that zombie head, which he said was worth like way more than whatever was in the vault. Because he's going to give it to the government or something. Um, yeah, goes to check his bag and it's the little machine instead. And then you see the zombie tiger. And then from from that exact moment, I was like, please kill him. Please just, like, completely maul him to death. <laughs> you know. Um, and then it kind of... Really interesting the way it actually killed him. Because it kind of, like, ripped him apart a bit. And, like, scratched him across the face and stuff. And sort of mauled him. And then you sort of... See, I don't know if some of you noticed the way that his head gets pulled apart it was sort of like if you go from your chin or like the sort of like the not your chin sort of backwards a little bit from your chin to where sort of the bottom of or like the like the top of your neck is and then if you go upwards and put that part of your head in half and then that get that like pulled off so like essentially the front of your face gets kind of pulled off um, so, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> so, um, that's not even a sort of, like, dead can come back as a, um, zombie or whatever. I thought that was, I thought that was a great death for him. So, yeah. Uh, then you had, um, I think his name was Mickey. Um, the guy who got caught in the, uh, casino room as well. And then, uh, you had two kind of explosive sacrifice deaths. Because I think Mickey... Was the one that put, um, I think it was Chambers, uh, the the one that I said about the the, the woman from a, a minute ago that I talked about when she was fighting her way through the restaurant, because he shoots at the like petrol can thing on her back and that blows her up, and then you get the bit later on when because uh, he's got was it like six grenades strapped to his chest and he pulls the pin on one and he he says to Scott and the other character that was there. Like, oh, you, you guys just run off. And then you're like, okay, that's not only going to cause an explosion because there's one grenade. But that one grenade is going to blow up all the others. And it just created this massive ball of fire. So I thought that was pretty cool as well. Um, 
the shooting as well from that scene in, in uh, the shooting from Scott in that scene as well was was great. That was where you got some of the like slow mo as well, which I, which again I quite like. Uh, that was good because <clears throat> he's like rolling over tables and standing on them and reloading his assault rifle and all this other kind of stuff. I thought that was uh, I thought that was pretty good. So um, that was good as well. Uh, then you got Bert, of course, who gets. Kind of as a human getting got taken out of the game pretty early. You know he was just uh, again a bit similar to Martin. Um, he was just kind of all out for himself in a way. Uh, I did like actually how he was kind of scared at the end. You know, and then he gets kind of mauled to death, and you do see him later. Um, he does kill one of the women as well. Um, he bites them, and then he gets shot in the head kind of straight away. So. Um, but yeah, he was another nasty character. So yeah, that was a uh, a lot of stuff that happened. Um, so getting on to some of the ideas as well. I know I've kind of just run through the characters a bit there. Uh, apologies that I mixed up some of the characters a little bit. But some some of the names are said a bit clearly and some of them aren't. So yeah. Um, but I knew who I was talking about in each scene. So uh, yeah, some of the different ideas that you've got here in terms of zombies. Now this is something again I'm quite picky about but I do like if the idea is quite good so you've got these kind of normal zombies uh, who are just running around like normal then you've got kind of these alpha zombies which are almost like a human a more human self aware breed of zombies it's sort of like if you gave a human sorry if you gave a zombie a human like thought or sort of consciousness in a way because they're able to think they're able to make choices but they're still able to do what zombies do which is infect you and bite you but i also like the idea as well that if you get bitten by one of them you become one of them um as opposed to like a normal zombie if you get bitten by one of them you just turn into a normal zombie uh so i thought that was i really like that idea as well um so that was that's something a little bit different that you do, you don't always see that kind of combined in the same film, and then you kind of have these two um, alpha zombies, the 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 woman one, and then the guy, and uh, like she gets beheaded by um, what's his name that I mentioned a minute ago uh, from Martin, yeah, with the the, the fiber wire kind of hitman style. Um, I was quite surprised at how easily she got taken out of the game. So to speak, but then it was more about the uh, other, or well, the one that then would have become the alpha, I suppose. Uh, the one with the sort of metal thing on his head. Now, I will say about that as well, the metal thing on that zombie's head, because he kind of pulls it down as if to use it as like a helmet, and there's a number of characters that shoot at it. I kind of got what the characters were trying to do, because some people would look at that scene and think, like, oh, stop shooting at its head. The eye was still vulnerable. And part of the mouth was still vulnerable. So I guess some of the characters were trying to hit that. It's just that none of them actually could. Um, either that or I'm thinking about that wrong. And it was just a case that characters were panicking. And constantly shooting it in the head. Um, but uh, but yeah. That was uh, that was an interesting idea. So I, I did like that as well from, from Zach. And I'm interested to see you know if he does do prequels or sequels. Um, the other things that he's able to do. So... Um, but yeah, overall really liked it. I thought that there was some surprising and shocking and kind of unlucky deaths. Because um, you, you only got... <coughs> was it one character that survived? Was it uh, Kate, the, the daughter character, that survived? Yeah, because um, yeah, Scott died. His wife died. 
Marianne died. Um, we know that the guy at the end died because uh, he's got a bite on his arm. Well, he's not dead yet, but he's he's going to uh, Lily again. She kind of died a little bit off screen, but a- a- unless she unless she pulled the rebar out of a what was it like in a upper chest, like near her sort. Of, it was sort of near her shoulder, wasn't it? Like that's not. I mean, you could kind of see that as fatal, but it's not like in the middle of a. A chest or like you know in the middle of a belly or something where it can you know where it's going to take out one of your you know get to more of your guts I suppose it it was more kind of almost like a high chest shoulder shot wasn't it so maybe she could have gotten away from that and like gotten into some sort of bunker there wasn't a lot of time but then again we didn't see her die on screen but then the other thing as well of course the city got bombed um, but like maybe she made her way down into the underground bit where uh guy from the end of the film was. Because um, I was kind of thinking as the bomb was going off, oh, that guy got put into the bank vault. Like, he's, pr- he's probably okay. And then I was right because we'd see him at the end of the film. So maybe she got her way down there or something. I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, I think Ludwig, we could probably say, is dead off screen. You know, he was being sort of pulled... By the uh, zombie. And he probably didn't survive that. So there's possibilities here and there for other characters to possibly be alive. But I think it's all left down to Kate really at the end isn't it. So yeah it's uh, it's a shame. Anyway uh, I've gone on for a pretty long time here. So I'm going to wrap it up here. I really like the film. I really like its ideas. And I just enjoyed my time with it. So there you go. Uh, let me know what you thought. What did you think of the different deaths? Which did you think was the most tragic? I think the most tragic one to me, the most unlucky one, probably is the elevator one. The twisting the neck round. Um, that one kind of surprised me a bit. But then as soon as the elevator opened and I saw a zombie, I thought, oh. It's, it's a moment kind of for you as a viewer and for the and for the characters of like, oh. You know, you get caught out in the moment. Um... So I think that was probably the one of the sadder ones that, that happened. But let me know what you think anyway. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in the show notes. So let me know what you thought of this film, what you thought of the different deaths, what you think of Zach's ideas, what you think he could do for prequels and sequels. And do you like his slow-mo? Because I do. So let me know what you think. Uh, so there's that. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on EntertainmentTalk.org for TV, video games, films... And Manchester United podcast, so please take a look at those. You can support Entertainment Talk on the podcast either by simply listening to more episodes. Uh, you can either find them on the website or you can search for us on podcast platforms and uh, give thing, other things a listen to there. Uh, word of mouth and social media, you can let other people know about what we do and where you can where they can find it. So entertainmenttalk.org and podcast platforms, let them know what we do, where they can find it and all that sort of stuff. Social media, you can do it through that as well. Um, there's also Patreon, one dollar, three dollar level tiers for ad-free podcast review options. So check all that out as well. Uh, David is posting TV and film news regularly, and there's a lot of uh, renewals and cancellations happening at the moment. So if you want to know if your favourite US TV show survived, uh, go and check out Geek Town, Geek Town and Geek Town Radio on Tuesdays. Uh, have a look for those as well. 
Uh, Beck streams daily pretty much over on Twitch. Trista Bites, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there She when she goes live. And she's doing some cool stuff over there. You can also find me on Twitch as well, UK. You can follow me on there. You'll be notified when I also go live for different stuff on there. And if you miss any of the Twitch streams, they'll be archived later on YouTube. Entertainment Talk plays for that. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>